We can talk sports. We can talk politics. We can talk about how fast his beard is growing back. But can we talk Jesus? What up, world? Glad to see you all again. It's been a minute since April the 2nd since I've done an um, episode of Can We Talk Jesus? I was like, I was surprised. I had to go back and check myself. I was like, man. But um, this is episode 17. We are still in season three. I'm glad for you all to come on. Uh, I hope you all have been maintaining your quarantine time pretty well. Hope you all been uh, getting accustomed. I'm not going to call it a new normal. I'm not calling that. Accustomed to change right now. Getting closer to God. Uh, spending time with Him. Learning some things that, realizing some things that you didn't actually have the time to realize if you wasn't in this predicament to begin with. But uh, I just thank you all for coming on. This uh, episode here is, um, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. Whatever the Lord has given me, I have the topic for you all. But um, just start my episodes. This is how I start my episodes. You should know by now. But uh, I'm glad you all are here. Um, for my announcements, so two days after I did my last podcast episode, I was sitting on the uh, on the sofa in the in the living room, and I was watching ESPN. They were showing, um, I think it was Kobe Bryant's last game in the NBA before he retired. And I was just sitting there, and the thought came to mind that I I was like I just want to do something different, and I didn't want to sit here and just I don't know. The idea came of a music video. You got a camera. Hey, Miss Jordan, how you doing? You got a camera. And um, the idea just came out of hand. I just went ahead, took my camera, this uh, Canon right here that I've been paying off. If those of you been following me know about my story, about this camera, how when I lost, well, I didn't lose my job. I left my old job and I had already put a, a, a payment on this camera every week. It was like 30 something dollars a week. And when it was time for the Lord to tell me to go, and it was like, I shouldn't have bought the camera when I did, but, you know, God straightened it out. So the point is, the camera's paid off, and I'm sitting at the house, and I thought, well, it might be time to do something a little quarantine-like, since everybody's been doing some creative things they haven't done in, uh, ever, uh, whatever. So what I did was, um, I created a music video. I decided to use the house, use outside in the backyard, use on the side of the house, decided to create a music video, um, shot three locations and did some little creativity with it. It's like, you can be at home, but you can create your own video. Of course, you all are seeing a whole lot of that on TikTok and all that. But uh, what I did was I took the camera. Um, my wife was asleep at the time. I didn't have no assistance and I would, I didn't ask for assistance anyway, but I went out there and did my recordings. And so you all, uh, Periscope might not know, but, uh, I created my, my first music video. My, my other music video was created by my, one of my cousins. He did that, but this is the first, uh, E-Beats Productions music video. E-Beats Productions is my label. It's God's label that he put me in charge of. It, he uh, created it uh, last year, established it last year, actually. And I'm um, just thankful to God for what he's doing. He's um, continuing to stretch stretch me 
in my um talents that he gave me and music video i didn't really have much of a desire for it until i saw um my cousin when i was staying with him for a time he got interested in shooting music videos and i was there from the beginning now he's he, he's going working with countless artists he's been he traveled before this happened he was traveling and doing music videos in different states and it was pretty cool what he was doing and before that time though he started out in atlanta and i was just watching him and i got so involved in it you if you see some old pictures of me i was helping him shoot some um, pictures um from behind the scenes and i i just got so involved in it and i and i loved it i loved it anything music wise audio wise i, I loved it and and i know my path may have not been where god wanted me to go at that time steering me to georgia tech no i didn't pass i didn't uh make it out of georgia tech alive i, I got swallowed up anyway but i got sent at home but the experiences that i had when i was at tech when i was at georgia southern i thank god for those experiences because when i was there i learned more about music i learned more about beat making i learned more about uh, writing lyrics. Even when I was home in the beginning in 2009, I learned about uh, uh, working in a studio. Um, even though it was R&B music, I was getting some, you know, some uh, help, talents, guidance, even then. And so when music videos came up, I was like, I watched my cousin so much. So I, I, I decided to get a camera. May not have been the right time, but I did. And um, God helped me to pay it off last year. Bless the Lord. And um, now I just decided to go outside and start shooting my own. And um, it it didn't take but like a few days, really, learning some programs and going to download some free programs I can use and then using iMovie. I already had iMovie, and so I used that to edit, but I downloaded Shotcut. And those music uh, music video people, if you interested in making music uh, videos, whatever, and maybe some educational ones, Shotcut is a free thing you can use. So I use that chopped up my uh, cuts, put it on iMovie, and now I got a music video coming out next week. So, I mean, if you really, really love some, some of these things that you might not have the help around you, or, you know, God can guide you into the right direction, work with the right people. And I'm just so thankful in my life that it's 2020. God's been working on me with music for his making music since 2009. I've been singing all my life, but it increased from beat making, it increased from lyrics, it increased with all of that stuff, songs, posts, God helped me, guide me, all those people, and I'm so thankful that he did it, because now I can tell you, Hoodie is releasing his first music video through Hoodie, <laughs> I can say that, and that's amazing, so this is my second one, I know I've put out up almost 10 songs now, and I haven't released a music video since 2017. And so, you know, God is really was just preparing me, molding me for the right time. And it doesn't stop here, really, because I, um, after making this music video, I feel and led in my spirit of God, I said, now you can go out and help more with other artists. So I already got my cousin, um, one of my cousins from New York, you've heard his song, I put it on um, uh, one of my old episodes before, Anchor FM, You Can Make It is one of his singles. He wants to collab with me. I saw another artist on my Instagram page. Uh, she, uh, I, I messaged her about collabing with her. And then, but first I got to go to this young girl that I met um, in January. 12-year-old, sing the shoes off your feet. 
I was like, I, I, I must. <laughs> I said, I must work with you. So I, uh, she's the first one up. I need to reach out to, but and I haven't forgot about her. But um, and I believe this is the season now to collab and work with other artists because you never know where God's gonna take you. Just working with, and you don't want to be selfish and keep all these talents to yourself. I mean, I just have this whole label for music videos, recording, uh, uh, the programs and stuff. God put this on me for a reason. It's not just for me. It's for other artists. And it's not just for other artists. It's to encourage and reach out to people about the message that they have. Okay. So when they have was what I mean by this. Even though God is over this label, it's not strictly Christian label. It's not. We, I believe God wants me to help serve in other artists outside of um, just the Christian genre. Why? Because God is a God of love and service. So even though I may not put out uh, artists' music that might not, not necessarily will be secular, that's not what I'm trying to say. E-Beats Productions LLC is about servicing to artists. Now, the service, the label itself might put out things only God on the posts, like Facebook pages or whatever, but service to other artists that may not see, but be secular. The point is, we're going to be serving to serve. If they need help, we're going to be here for you to show the love of God, to show that he is good, he is kind, he's merciful, to show that how can you help out with somebody if he's not about your genre. It's not about that. It's about the love that we're showing to you to help you get to where you want to be. So... But that's a little bit about EB's Productions LLC. But yeah. So, um, yeah, that was my first announcement. Music video. It will be released next week. I don't have a day and a time yet, but I will let you know. Also, I have uh, an apology to make. So when I released the uh, Every Knee song to the digital stores, what I did not realize is that a part of my song on in the stores has been cut out and it's not the store's fault it's my fault um the editing portion when i was working on i was trying to make a adjustment at last minute because uh the the program that i use was saying that my art art uh cover art must match the title of my song and my scripture romans uh chapter four it wasn't on the title so i was going back and forth with them and they was like well, you need to match your titles with your label, uh, the typo label on the page. I was like, okay. So I went and went back in and recorded, added a little something to the beginning with the scripture about uh, the Romans. And um, they, they okayed that. So what I didn't do is go back and look at the rest of my music and realize I cut out some of it. I forget how I did it. But if you bought um, my music off the stores uh, when I announced it, and you get that little pause, that's on me. And I do apologize for that. I wish I re can refund it for you, but I know it's like 99 cents, but I don't want to be telling you that I'm cheating you out your money. No, that's not what happened. I had a, it was just a mental error and I forgot to check my music. And I do apologize for that. But what I did was I got those song, that song removed, that version removed, and now I'm waiting on my uh, updated song to be out there. I know it's on Google Play already. And I think it may be on Spotify, but I had to readmit it. And so I'm waiting for it to go back into all the stores. So I will let you all know in an announcement when that'll be done. When I get the notification, then I'll let you know. So ain't that great? So we, we can work it out, put it out there. But yeah, so good things coming. 
My music will be out in the stores real soon. Music video to every knee. If you saw the little trailer for it, I th think it's going to be good for you. <laughs> it's coming out next week. I don't know the day and time yet, but I will let you all know. And uh, I already told you about working with other artists. I already made that announcement. So that's all the announcements I really have. I hope you all have been having a good week so far. It's Friday. Uh, I know... I don't know what y'all gonna do later. It might pertain to the house. Giggity. And, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just hope you all are being safe out there, um, following the guidelines to social distancing and keep your hands washed. And it's critical because it's critical to others that might catch it due to their um, health and well being. So um, that's why I'm mainly at home. But. We can go right into the lesson for today. So, you can already see the title, Facebook, Periscope. Talks about the shutdown to pride and idolatry. So, when I ask God these things, you know how I do. I ask God to guide me to the right book, the right chapter, the right verse, the right verses. And so, what God led me to was Habakkuk. Habakkuk is one of the prophets, one of the minor prophets. He led me to Habakkuk chapter 2. And quite a bit of verses. And so what I'm going to do now, I'm going to read from chapter 2, verses 5. And then I'm going to go to 12 through 14. And then I'm going to go to 18 to 20. So Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 5, 12 through 14, 18 through 20. So verse five says, wine can trick a person in the same way a strong man's pride can fool you, but he will not find peace. He is like death. He always wants more and more. And like death, he will never be satisfied. He will continue to, uh, to defeat other nations and to make those people his prisoners. And then dropping down to verse 12, it says, look at him. They kill people to build their city and do wicked things to make their walled uh, city strong. But Lord, the Lord Almighty, all-powerful, has decided that a fire will destroy everything that those people work to build. All their work will be for nothing. And then verse 14 says, Then people everywhere will know about the glory of God, glory of the, of the Lord. I'm sorry. This news will spread just like water, as water spreads out into the sea. Then we drop down to verse 18 through 20. It says, Their false God will not help them because it is only a statue that someone covered with metal. It is only a statue, so whoever made it cannot expect it to help. That statue cannot speak. Look at them. They speak to a wooden statue and tell it, Get up, rescue me. They talk to a stone that cannot speak and say, Wake up. Don't you know those things cannot help you? That statue may be covered with gold and silver, but there is no life in it. But the Lord is in his holy temple, so the whole earth should be silent in his presence and show him respect. And that was Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 5, 12 through 14, 18 through 20. So why? I believe the Lord led me to the scripture for the main things that I posted here, pride and idolatry. God, 
<sighs> in this time now, if you remember what I posted, probably not at the beginning of this year, I said these things, things will happen to those who don't follow God. I can't go back and tell you word for word. I got to go back and find it. But he gave it to me on New Year's Eve. And that word was, if if you don't trust the Lord, th these things, things will like this will happen. You won't prosper. I, I don't want to um, paraphrase because I could be wrong completely off. I don't want to do that. I want to tell you exactly what it says. But it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good prophecy. <laughs> it was for people that, um, that really don't trust him and uh, really don't acknowledge him and follow him into this new year. Here's the new year. You've seen, and then this happens. You have this coronavirus. You have these shutdowns. You have shelter stay at home. You have a lot of people going to stores uh, that was taking up all the toilet tissue, all the food that's taking up all the produce, whatever it was. If you go to a grocery store, I tell you, if it wasn't multiple shelves will be cleaned out in multiple sections. All of these things are happening right now. Yet, what I told you the other day about the easy yoke of that Jesus has for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This ties into that. We have still in a time like this, people will try to lean towards their own understanding. They'll try to go out and do their own things, try to make money how they want to make it, jobs how they want to get it, what have you. Don't want to stay and, 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 and steal and, and wait and to see where God is going to take us. They're not doing that. They're just going to continue to go the same route they've been going, following the same thing they've been doing, even in a time like this. Yet, that's not the way that God wants to what wants the, us to be used. We can't expect. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Even in a time like this, the shutdown is for a reason. We know that you've seen it multiple times. The shutdown, this shutdown that God is trying to reach us, get our attention. I told you global attention. I told you that it, it, it is just that time to sit with the father and listen to him. I'm, I'm sure I promise you, I already know you've been hearing it from pastors and leaders and the same message. What is this meaning of the virus? What, why, why are we in this position right now? And I would say, make the best of it. Make the best of it with God. Get with the Father. Learn who he is. Speak to him. Talk to him. Pray to him. And then sit and listen to what he has to say for you, to you. Okay? So, you know what? We need to pray. Father, I just thank you right now. I thank you, God, for this message. Continue to use me. Continue to use others around me, Father God, so your message can be spoken and heard clearly. Continue to use me. I pray for uh, forgiveness of sins, known and unknown, conscious and unconscious, Lord, uh, and guide us to what you want us to know right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I'm sorry I forgot to pray, so forgive me for that. I did pray before I got on, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're talking about these men. So in a time like this, we need to build more time with God. We don't have a lot of things going on right now. A lot of stuff has been shut down. A lot of places, restaurants even have been shut down. If you like to dine in a lot, now all, all you can do is do takeout, go pick up stuff, and come home. 
and be back where you were most of the day. Unless you're an essential worker, you're going out doing your jobs regularly. That makes sense. But uh, this message here, shut down to pride and idolatry. What, what is this saying? You already got the shutdown in the house. Now you got to shut down what's in the mental. Physically, you can't go to a lot of places. Now it's time to shut down what's in here. These mindsets that you've been going with for so many years that you've been doing for so long. I believe that God is now trying to shut down the unnecessary stuff in your mind. Because once you come out of the stages that we're in now, once you come out of the shutdown version of this uh, state of the country and the world, he wants you to come out better. He wants you to come out stronger. He wants you to come out more obedient. He wants you to come out the way that he intended for you to be before you even came into this situation. So pride and idolatry, you've heard it enough. Let's talk more about it. Pride, high-mindedness, focusing on self, not listening to advice, not accepting criticism, not accepting things of God that he's trying to get you to uh, see. And like the people in the, in the scripture, the pride, God burnt those things down. All the things they built up, he burnt them down. Why? Because that's things that it would just lead to more devastation for them. They're already killing off people. They're being wicked. They're building their pride. And you know the scripture, pride comes before the fall. So even though you've been in situations where you've been trying to go and do things the way you've been doing it, now the the the, the shutdown and the virus comes again. Now you're still trying to do things the way you're trying to do it. And God is saying, come on, come on. I put you in this position for a reason. Now don't be backtracking even deeper it's like what I said the other day about trying to reach down in the barrel and scrap for whatever's left in it because you want to still do the things you want to do. You still want to be stubborn. You still want to be selfish. You still want to be, and I know this won't feel well, but this is how God has me to speak this in correction. It's correcting your mindset. So when you get out of this situation, you get out of this time frame, you will be stronger than where you were before. So why did, why did I say pride and idolatry? Well, at the end of that message, what did it say in verse 18? It says their false God will not help them because it's only a statue that someone covered with metal. Your false God can be Facebook. Your false God can be Instagram. Your false God can be all the social media platforms. Your false God can be TV, television. Your false God can be of the radio your false god can be your job your false god can be money for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil the love but yet you still worship the money so idols these are the false gods that he's referring to the type of uh what a false idol is it says false gods will not help you because it's only a statue that someone covered with metal is only a statue, so whoever made it cannot expect it to help. The statue cannot speak like the Lord. He can speak. Statue can't speak, but the God can. Look at them. They speak to a wooden statue and tell it, get up, rescue me. They talk to a stone that cannot speak and say, wake up. Don't you know uh, those things cannot help you? That statue may uh, be covered by gold and silver, but there is no life in them. Why are we putting our 
devotion, our loyalty, our time, our focus? Why, why should we still be putting all our efforts into things that aren't even real? Okay, like cell phones. In a time where we should be, and I'm talking to myself too, in a time where we should be praying, in a time where we should be seeking him in his word, in a time we should be, and then and then the flesh tries to, tries to attack you, is like, nah, you, you, you can't do that right now. You know how complicated it is trying to understand God's word. Just 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 go text somebody. Just go go look at something on YouTube. Just go look at, and you do that. You do that. Because that's so easy for you. That's, 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 that's comfortable for you. That's where you go in a time when you feel in, in a certain type of way, your mindset, or you, you just can't, you, you, you don't know how to deal with yourself. So your quick fix is that cell phone. That's an idol. If you go to something that's not of God to get some type of comfort that only God can give you or lead towards to provide, and you choose that over going to praying for the Father, that's an idol. If you spend more time with something more and more than talking to God, that can be an idol. And I know that's hard to accept because it's comfortable for you. It's manageable for you. You can control it. You can control the time that you want to have with it, whatever it is. But God's different. He ain't going to be like, not, not when you say, when I say, it's my will that should be done on earth as it is in heaven. Not yours. Sure, you might have good ideas. Sure, you might have uh, some, some, some uh, whatever plans. But don't you know that I know the perfect plans in your life? I, I, don't you know that I know what the best things you need, what your desires are, your true desires that I placed in you to birth out of you good, good things? Don't you know that? So we, we, um, we really have to self-examine ourselves, okay? Shutting down the pride and idolatry. Because we, we can be full of pride, we set up our idols, Countless times in the Bible, the kings, if you go to the Old Testament, they talk about uh, second kings, first king, all these kings that were in position, but they never, most, most of them did not obey what God wanted. They didn't tear down the uh, other post uh, astral poles or things like that. They didn't tear down those things like God told them to. They did some good things, but they didn't get rid of, they wasn't fully obedient to God. They, they chose to do it in their own way. And because of that, they were looked at as a bad king. There was only, I think, two good kings in that whole uh, second book of uh, Kings. I know jo Josiah was one of them. I can't remember the other one. But there was only a few good kings because they followed fully in obedience to what God wanted them to do. But you have most of these kings that did their own thing. And so I'm encouraging you today that you might have your own plans. Cool. I'm glad you got it. But don't go into it if it's not of God. We have to choose to decide today. God, is this what you want me to do? Is this how you want me to go about it? I told you about the camera earlier. I decided to get that camera at a time where God didn't lead me to get it. And so because of that, I was paying, making payments 
even when I was two months out of a job because God told me to leave that job. I was like, okay, it's time for me to go, but I still got to make these payments every week. And it dropped my account in the red. Not long, but <laughs> it dropped my account. But see, because of that disobedience and high-mindedness and because I decided to go ahead and purchase the purchase the camera the time I did, uh, it gave me unnecessary grief and pains that I didn't need. So we, I mean, how much, how, it's, it's not even, it's not even, it, need, it doesn't even have to be complicated about this, y'all. When it comes to pride and idolatry, you don't need it. You don't have to be like that. You don't have to be. Because prideful people, I was a prideful person. I tried to make a lot of decisions on my own. Because I felt that my voice wasn't being heard when I was young. My ideas were being shut down. When I, when I wanted to do something, it was rejected. So I said, you know what? I'll do it myself. If I fail, I fail. If I fall, oh well. At least I learned from my mistakes. That used to be my mindset. If I go out and do it on my own, and if I if I succeed, good. If I fail, at least I learned from it. But that's not the structure that God wants us to go about it. How he wants to go about it, I will give you the direction. I will tell you that if the things are brought to you, the opportunities, are they actually from me or is it from something else? Only to lead you astray. Okay, here's another, here was another one. I was, um, I was in, uh, I had got invited to a, uh, opportunity to, for touring. And some of you might, might not agree with what I'm gonna say here, but it was an opportunity where I could, uh, I think it was go up to Tennessee for this, it was a type of training exercise. I forget what it is, some development or whatever. But the the touring event was about you would go to different uh, states and whatever and perform. And I thought it was a cool opportunity. It was from a nonprofit. I, I thought it was a good opportunity I, in the beginning. But when things like that approach me, I don't just jump right into it because I've learned that the enemy can use it as a tactic to trip me up, gravitate and, and knock me down and, and trap me into something I don't need to be a part of. Hence, like that camera, it wasn't the right time to get it. So I saw the opportunity and then I read what some of the things they were saying. Um, hey, cuz. And so I read the things it was saying on the uh, little guideline, the manual, whatever the um, thing was. And so when I got to a part where it was about uh, the different genres. Now, I know I just said what I said about the genres of this label. But here's the thing. They was talking about how we, uh, what did they say, promoting love and all the different genres together and reaching out to some of the youth. It, I forget all of what it said. The thing that got me spiritually, spiritually. So this is why I say that pride and high, man, high mindedness, they got to go out the window because when it comes with God, you, it might look good, but it, not, it may not look good for you. So when I read it, I was like, okay, you got me, you, you reaching out, you, they wrote, reached out to me first. 
uh, Christian artists coming out to, then you got other artists. They may not have doing, not, not doing the same genre as you touring and, and that type of stuff. So it kind of knocked me off my, 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 my bicycle for a minute. I was like, hold up. Well, you know, that's cool opportunity, but the messages will be different. And I know they talk about love and positivity and things like that. But if I'm talking about the message of Christ and, and the artist talking about a message of, of something that uh, might be another, you know, uh, representative, God, whatever, I don't know. I, I didn't want to be put in that position, even though that opportunity was great. If the message differs and you're trying to reach my goal is to reach about Christ. Their goal might be reach about something else. If it was just one, just one Christian uh, rap group or touring, yeah, that would have. But it didn't. It didn't set well with me when it was asking about other people too. We were about uh, religious and the non-religious, and, and I, I was like, yeah, but what message are you actually portraying here, and what love are you trying to portray here? I mean, I, if it was about the love of Christ, I'm on board. I'm good. But the message entangled. That was an example of that looked real good. Like I honestly wanted to do it. I honestly wanted to do it, but I decided not to. Don't go out for things that look so good. And if you haven't discussed it with the father, if you haven't gone to him and, and you get yourself trapped up in, in that situation, I want it to be uh I want to have, be signed. You know, before Earl Hoodie, it was ESO. I was an R and B artist. I want it to be signed to a record label. I want it to go and, and sell music and perform places, R&B music. And, you know, an uh, experience happened to me um, in Dublin. I talked about this a few times where I tried to do R&B and it, it didn't end so well. And I basically got told, why aren't you doing gospel? Because you, all you could talk about was gospel, yet you did R&B. So anyway, I want it to be like that. But learning about the music business and how you won't have no type of control. You might have some control of your creativity, but for as the production side, the distribution side, you know what? That's why I said, God, you know, I could do this on my own. You can God, you can show me this. Hence why the music is being distributed, the music video is being made, the songs are being written. God's giving me the lyrics to write it. The, he gave me the equipment through Full Sail University to produce he gave me all this stuff and even before full sale he gave me the mic my mother helped me get a microphone uh the laptop my parents helped me on that and so i was doing uh the little uh interface box i got a big one now just sapphire one but i had a smaller interface box that was a gift it took time to put all these things together yet god still guided me and he showed me he's like look you don't have to lean toward these uh record labels and the sign no no they're not really about me anyway so I was like, you know what? I can do this here. This can be the label. This can be a company. This can be a business. I don't have to go out and to get uh, sign myself to someone that can tell me what to do, when to do it, and then give me a certain amount of money when they're taking a whole big chunk of it. No. I don't have to do that. When God's like, you can do this here. I can guide you. I'm going to show you who to go to. I'm going to guide you to the right people. I'm going to even guide you to the right uh, venues and performances. Since Earl Hoodie started, God has been showing me different places and different churches to go to. And he's done that. If, it, if Before coronavirus came and ended to shut everything in, I was about to have another event in March. 
But because of the virus, it, uh, it shut down the school. It was out of school, but it shut down. But I'm telling you all this, why? Because God was the one that made it happen. He brought me to the people that helped me to put the stuff together. He brought me the connections. He brought me the equipment. He brought me the lyrics. Every song I've written, the Lord gave me the lyrics to it. I didn't try to think of it off the top of my head. I said, nah, I, I, I'm, that's just not how he built me. I listen to what he said and I write it down. That's how I do it. You know, most artists would uh, write their lyrics first and then have a beat attached to it. And then they will write to the, uh, they'll rap off that beat because they already wrote the lyrics. I'm flipped. I already made the music first. And then I was like, God, what do you want me to write on this song? And then the title will come from whatever I'm writing through the song. And it always connects. You can be that in whatever gift you have. God can make it right. You know why? Because God already blessed you like that. He blessed you to be a teacher. He blessed you to be a, 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 a police officer. He blessed you to be um, whatever, a PE coach, whatever it is. Okay, he blessed you to be a CEO of your own company. He blessed you to be assistant CEO. And it might not be time for you to be CEO. Or you might just be right where you helped other CEOs around you. Amen, music maker. Oh, good. I'm glad that that was coming. Yeah, awesome. Music maker the same way. You can be, yeah, music first. Exactly. Music first. You can be those things. If you allow God to direct your path, it's, you, can, you can say it's cliche, as we always say it all the time. God direct my path because he does and he can. And I promise you, if you follow along the path that he's showing you to take, there will be success in all of it. Exactly. Is God inspired? If you just like God created for you and, 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 and working you to create this music video I just created, that was my first time ever trying to put some cuts together of my own recordings. I know in Full Cell we had already had the videos and, and set up and music, whatever. This is starting from scratch. God did that. And now I feel comfortable <laughs> to put it out. And it only took a few days. God did that. God did that. I tell you, that's one of my. One of my favorite phrases, God did it. God did it. And he can do it for you too. So like I said, I don't want to be selfish in that. I want to work with other artists. I want to uh, be collaborative and, and, and whatever and be on it. I've done it before. It may not have been godly at that time, but I've still done it. I want to want to be godly about it because Hoodie is about Christian rap music or Christian mu gospel music. I want to work with singers. Work with rap artists. I want to work with them. Why? Because we are spreading the true message. There might be other messages out there, but I don't want to be tied to that when it comes to who I am as an artist, who I am as a person. Perfect person. No, not me. I, I tried that other road. That road didn't work. He stopped it soon before. I remember even when I was on this label, this label, I'm not going to say the name of it. When I was on this label, we went, had our first engagement in Dublin. And it was at the fairgrounds. And you know how many people showed up for that? And it was supposed to be R&B, rap, whatever. You know how many people showed up for that? Other than the group, the label, us, us ourselves, and the people that was providing the food? No one. No one. And we were there <laughs> for a long time. And no one showed up. So you know what? All we were doing was performing to our label, performing to the people that provided the food. And that was it. 
it didn't take me long to realize, hey, I don't want you in this lane. This lane ain't for you. I'm, I'm on. It's only taking you, you right here. I don't want you to go way above this camera on on the laptop on the phone. I, I want you to go higher than that. But you can only do that once you give in, submit to me, submit to your heavenly Father, submit to the one that knows the plans He has for you. Then you will see. But you got to do it my way. So going back to the title, the lesson, shutting down pride and idolatry. We shut it down because it ain't good for you. It's not good for you. It's not going to feel good for you. It may, no, I'll take it back. It may feel good for you for a time, but you should see the red flags that come from it. You should see if there's a lot of setbacks and failures and mistakes and uh, uh, and if there's no going up, you might excel in one thing, maybe two little things. And then you take five steps back and you might realize that. Why am I taking so many steps back? I'm trying to get to maybe it's because it's not meant for you. I've had friends come to me in the past and they would try to do the same thing or go to the same person, be with the same person. And it only led to downfall. It only led to the breaking up. It only led to that. It never prospered. But it was like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think I'm going to still do it. I'm still doing it. And you know what? As a loving friend, caring friend, you can't force nobody. And I wasn't going to force. I said, that's your choice. That's your decision to make. But in the end, the answer was still the same. It wasn't meant. It, it was a disaster. And so some of us hard-headed people like myself might feel the same way. We, we ain't going to get it until we get knocked down. We ain't going to get it until it's so apparent in your face like this virus. We ain't going to get it until it's shut down as bad as it is till you see the message. It has to get this bad for you to get what God is showing you. And even in a time like this, he's even going deeper now. He's like, I got it shut down. Now I'm going to shut down some things in your head. The reason I got you in this place is to get that mindset of pride out of you. I want you to be selfless. I want you to be loving and caring for other people, not just about all about you and building up your brand and building up your business and building up your company. I ain't about all that. Why don't you build up what I placed into you, what I want you to do? Then you will see, then you will know. I don't want you to be stuck right here. Wow. I'm telling you this from experience. I was about that. Amen. Amen. Cause yeah, I was about self. I was because I told you, I felt like my voice wasn't being heard. So I was shutting out all the negativity or shutting out all the, uh, the criticism because it's like, look, I had, I had this mindset where I just stuff wasn't being heard for me. So I didn't want to hear about what you had to say. I'm going to go, go do what I felt was best, but I was shutting God out at that time. I wasn't going to him for direction. And because of that, I, all I did was cause delay after delay. No, oh, hold up. After delay, <laughs> after delay. And it just didn't go nowhere until it's like, you should have did gospel. I never remember the lady's name. I don't know the lady's name, but when I met her, that shifted me. That divine meeting in Dublin, Georgia, shifted my thinking. Now it's time for you to do music for God. You've already been singing in church. I don't know why you're doing gospel. I mean, R&B, 
But um, yeah, but see, it, it, it has to get your attention. So even if this global attention don't get you with this coronavirus, I promise you something else will. If this ain't good enough, something else will. I, 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 may, I don't even touch want to touch some of the things he might do. I don't want to do that because that's what God can do. That this might affect you. Loss of family might affect you. See, I'm going in there anyway. Your job loss might be effective. A lot of you probably filed unemployment. Getting your attention. Your job is not your God. Your job is not your idol. Oh, it's not. I'm getting your attention. How much do I have to show you to show that for you to know that you need God? And it's not to hurt you. It's, the, it's his love for you. It's his love for you to prosper. It's his love for you to be successful. It's his love for you to be in good health. But sometimes God has to chastise us. And it's going to hurt because we've been disobedient. But it's because of his love that he's doing it to bring us out of where we're going. So I hope and pray that you all will hear the message from God. Look, everybody doesn't hear the same thing that God wants people to hear. So whatever I could be saying through me can be heard multiple times in a different way for you all. Take what you're hearing and apply it. I pray that you receive it and apply it because this message is for a reason. And I don't know who it's exactly for. I might find out after this. I don't know. And I might not. But all I'm doing is voicing the message. I'm giving it to you. I'm one of God's vessels and one of his messengers. I'm here to tell you not to be prideful. Shut it down along with what's going on in this, in this world. Shut down that mindset of pride. Because pride cometh before a fall. And then idols. I told you, God, don't like idols. The title to 18. I took, man, let me. The title to uh, Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 18 to 20. In that little section, it says the message about idols. He's speaking about idolatry. And then the one part that got me, he said, wake up. Don't you know, uh, don't you know these, those things cannot help you? So why do we depend on them so much? Because that's where we're comfortable. That's where our heart is tied to. It's time to cut that connection between the heart desire to that idol. If it's not tied to God and it's tied to a phone or if it's tied to a social media or if it's tied to some music that's not of him or if it's tied to a relationship you don't need to be to or, or in or is it tied to a friend that don't really need to be around. They're pulling you in different areas of your life that you feel uncomfortable going into, trying to make you try some drugs or try some whatever it is or have sex out of, uh, out of marriage, whatever it is. If it's tied to that, it's time to cut it off. It's time to cut it off. For you, for the people around you, for the people that you're going to meet. Because I believe that everyone here listening and people on the replay, what they're going to see when I believe that everybody has a purpose and a calling and God wants is waking up people in this time of a shutdown to get your attention. He is waking you up to tell you that this is the time I need with you so you can be 
reborn <laughs> because you have been stuck in an old mindset, an old heart desired way, fleshly desired way. I'm trying to bring you out of that, bust you out of that. It's time to shut down, shut down the mindset of pride. It's time to shut down the mindset of idolatry so you can serve the one who will do all things, who can do all things, provide everything we need according to his riches and glory. It's time to serve the Lord. We don't know how far this virus can go. We don't know how long this shutdown is going to go. We don't know. Only the father knows. They've been saying, well, it can end, right? Uh, our president wants to end it on May 1st. Or before it was on Easter. And then it was for that. We don't know. Only the father knows. While we're in this time of, of, of a shutdown and a waiting process, this is a time for Christians and for people, unbelievers, if to know that God, is, the Lord is real. It's time for the ones who believe you need to get back connected to the first love, your first love. Your first love is the father who made you, known you before the, while in the womb of the mother, before that, he knew you. <laughs> before you were born, he knew you. It's time to get reconnected to God, get reconnected to him so you can know what next steps you need to take because I believe the father is saying now because you've been confused. You've been stuck. You've been feeling like you're running in a, in a circle. You've been feeling like you're in a building and nobody's listening to you. <laughs> Nobody is listening to you and you've been shouting and screaming with your actions. You might have been shouting and screaming with your words and nobody's listening to you. Can I tell you that God is saying he's listening? The only error and, and problem here is that you aren't uh, listening to him. You're not speaking your problems to him. You're not telling him about your, your, your hurts, your pains. You're not giving the problems to him. You are trying to do it your own way. And because of that, everybody's tired of listening to your baggage. Everybody's tired of listening to that same thing that you bring up every week, every weekend and week out. The same problems. They're tired of hearing it and you're getting mad because no one is, is helping you to realize what, what uh, lets you know what the solution is. The solution may be coming from the one <laughs> that you need to go to. It may he may be shutting up all the other voices so you can hear the true voice. Come on, God, so that you can hear the true solution, the answer to your problem. Maybe he's shutting up all that noise so you can hear that still small voice, still small voice of him. Maybe that's what it is. So you might be in the mindset now when all else fails, what do I do? You go to God. You've been trying all your other ways. And it ain't working for you. It ain't working for you because God is the one that you need to go to. And then for Christians, those who believe it's time for you to realize that you've been going in the wrong direction. You was going on my path. Then you got tired. Then you got lazy. Now it's time for you to get back on this road that I had you on. I, you got a break. You went and did something. I might not have liked it. I still forgave you, but now it's time for you to get back right. Get back right with him. It's time for you to do that. So 
If you receive any of that, if you can type amen in the comment section, if you don't feel like typing, you can just say amen like I just did vocally. But I pray that you all heard something from the Lord to shut down that mentality, that mindset that's been stuck for so long. And it irritates you. I believe it irritates you because you're like this. Oh, here's my favorite, one of my, my favorite ones. That's how I am and that's how it's going to be. I, I, I can't change. Yes, you can. First, you got to change your tongue because scripture says life and death are in the power of the tongue. This is how I am. No, this is how you are. But through God, he can change me. <laughs> May sound crazy, but it's true. God can change people, mindsets, cast out unclean spirits. Well, I've been this way. I've been a drunkard all my life. I've been stuck on weed all my life. Okay, but Jesus can change you. He can deliver you if you just open up your heart and mind for him to do it. Or you can just be stuck in that pride, in that idolatry. The weed is your God. The liquor is your God. The cocaine is your God. You'll be doing that. And you'll be stuck in that cycle. I don't want you to be stuck in that cycle. And I 100% know, I can tell you that your family doesn't want you in that cycle either. Some of your family members don't want you in that cycle because you've been stuck in there and they care about you and you've been shutting them out. You've been telling them to shut up. You don't know me. <laughs> All right, God. You's like, leave me alone. I know what's best for me. This is my body. Okay. Yet you want them to go. We don't want you want them for you to you want to be to be able to talk to them, even though you've done custom out, then did did all said all you did and said all, whatever. Then you want them to listen to what you have to say. Come on. <laughs> Patience can only go so far. <laughs> no, man. It's time for you to choose this day who you serve. It always goes back to that question right there. Who do you serve? Jesus or the world? Who do you serve? So I thank you all for listening. I thank you all for joining. Uh, I got mm, five minutes. If you have a prayer request, you can just type it in the comment section. If you have a prayer request, because I believe that God is using me and speaking through me. And I believe that the things that were said today on this stream, Periscope, Facebook, it was for the good of those who love him, them, him and are called according to his purpose. He has a message for all of us. He's always speaking. And it's not just through me. I'm not going to be cocky about that. It's not, it's not just through me. It's other people too. Other prophets, other people that can speak the word. God is always speaking through his true messengers. The question is, are we listening? Then are we discerning from the ones that are speaking? Is it true or is it a fake? I'm not a fake. I can tell you that. I'm not going out asking you for money about a word. They always talk about those prophets that come for profit. No. That ain't me. That ain't me. I'm not about, a, about money for this. No, this is this is for your soul. This is to help you to, to wake up. God's got a message for you. He got a plan for you. 
Stop all that comparing with other people. No, God loves you just like he loves him or her. He's no respecter of persons. <laughs> he don't put nobody higher than others. So, who do you serve today? So, God, we just come right now. We thank you for this message. We thank you for speaking to the people. Lord, I pray that this message was received. It will be a life changer for those who have been battling with pride, that prideful spirit, that um, who battling with idols, putting things before you, God. Even I have done that in the past, and I've learned that those idols cannot, can't do anything for us. They can try to pleasure, please, whatever it is for only a moment, but they you it doesn't have what you provide and who you are. Because you give everything that we need. We can't cast our burdens to a phone. We can't cast our problems. If you want to type it on social media, yeah. But it will only invite things that you don't really need. It only invites some good things it might, but it will invite a whole lot of mess, a whole lot of problems. Lord, we pray that your people, that we will go to you for our, with our problems. That we go to you with our baggage, our burdens, because you said in your word that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Father, we just thank you right now and we pray right now for my cousin, Angel. Pray, stay in God's will in his life and ministry. Help my cousin right now as you continue to realign his life right now. And you order his steps. I pray that he continues to listen for the direction that you are showing him. Help him, God, to continue to be obedient to your spirit, to listen to what you have to say. Help him, God, to be strong in the position that he's in. There's some people around that may be trying to lure him in the wrong direction. Some things that might sound good, <laughs> just like me. It may sound good, but it not for you. It might not be for you. It may be good for some others. It might not, it might not be for your destination. So I pray that my cousin will continue to follow the, the lane that you have for him, God, because everybody doesn't have the same path. I pray that he will see the path that you have specifically for Angel. And that when he sees that and continues to walk in it and realize it, that it will blow his mind. <laughs> and it will be like, wow, God, I, wow, this is what you had in store. So I, I pray for my cousin Angel right now. And I pray, oh, man, all the things that you have for him will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen to you, cuz. I appreciate you. I pray you receive it. But I just continue to pray right now, God, for your people, that you will you will continue to mold them in this time of shutdown, that you will continue to nurture them in this time, uh, provide your grace and comfort. Yeah, it's a time of correction, but it's also a con time, what is that? A time of healing, a time of peace, a time of understanding, a time to go to the Father. You might just need a hug. 
just, just get one get one of your hug, God, of peace and love. I pray for those people right now, your people right now. Even if they don't have a prayer request, they have some hurts on their minds, hurts on their minds that in their hearts that they don't want to voice. And I believe God is saying you might not want to voice it to the public, your family. You might not want to voice it to, to anybody here on this earth. Voice it to me. This is why I got you in this place. I don't know who this is for. This is why I got you in this place right now, this time. Because the voices, the unspoken issues in your life, I want you to tell me. How do I, how do I voice it, God? How do I voice it? Well, just start talking. You say, Lord, I, I, I got all this bottled up bitterness. I got all this bottled up unrest, this confusion. I, I, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm trapped. I feel lost, God. Help me. Help me right now. I don't know what to do. Just help me. And the father would be like, thank you. That's all I was asking. Some time with me. God is saying, get into a quiet place with no distractions. Don't even bring that cell phone in the room. Put it somewhere in another part of the house. Put it on silent so you won't get any notification, hearing alerts, whatever. Don't, don't even, don't address it. Shut everything out. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's what he wants you to do right now. Whoever that's for, give it to the Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Lord, I continue to pray right now for the youth. It's always in my heart to pray for them. In a time like this where things are Seniors can't graduate the way they expected to graduate back in August, the way they wanted to, to cross the, go across the, um, up there on the um, platform to get their degrees and papers. It's a little different. Things are going to change, switch up for them. And, and I, 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 would, I would feel uh, distraught by it too because of how I was able to go across the platform and get the degree, Lord. But I pray, Lord, for them right now. For them to understand that you still did it. You still succeeded. You still made it. And it may not be in the way that you want it to. And see, that's another thing. In a way that you want it to. We have such a expectation of things, how they happen the way we want to. But God, he's saying that you might have that, but I have something different. And it may not be the way you want it. But I promise you, if it didn't happen this way, it wouldn't be the fullness of what you got coming. If, if it didn't happen this way, the things that you are desiring. Look, we don't know all about God and what he does. But Lord, I pray that, that they accept what you're doing, the youth will, because because what you got going for them, if they know, if they know you, Father, they know this plan that you got for them. It, it's for their good. It's in the right lane. It's their best thing. If it didn't happen the way it did, hmm, I don't know. So I pray, Lord, that they would just huh, have a spirit of acceptance with what you're doing, God. If they know you. And those that know you and friends with those who don't know you will continue to show yourself through them because they could be freaking out, be upset. Why God did this to me? Just took away all this. Oh, my parents graduated, friends graduated, cousins graduated, uh, grandparents, whatever. They got to walk across the platform. Why not me? 
I, I pray against that anger. I, 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 I just pray because, God, you have something big planned for this generation. I don't know what it is, but this class, I, I don't know what you got for this class specifically for that this to happen to them. But I believe that it's going to be in a, such a way. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I believe it, though. But it's going to be so different because it's never been done. So, Lord, I pray for the youth. That they will continue to hear from you, that they will continue to hear from the parents that's speaking through. Bless the house, Father God, right now for the parents. Give them patience. Give them peace. <laughs> give them self-control in, in, the, in the times that change for them. Where their child is home all, the, all day long. And they have to help teach. They have to be the teacher. <laughs> well, while the teachers teaching from afar, they have to be the teacher as well. I pray for patience for the children, for the parents, so that they can be the biggest help possible to their child. Mm. Whew. Thank you, Lord. And it's an eye opener. It really is an eye opener. You didn't expect this spring semester. You didn't expect this. But this is an opportunity, parents, for you to be stretched in a way to see your child the way your teacher sees them at the schoolhouse. Now you can see and, 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 and it, it'll help you to grow a stronger bond with your child, uh, an opportunity that you never got when they was at school. You don't see them a lot because they're at school. You're at work. Now you might be home working at home and they're at home working from home. Now you have such a connection that was never done before, unprecedented outside of homeschooling. Never happened before. Take these times, these things that God's doing, these things that he's doing and make the best of it because God is doing it in such a way. You don't even know why, but you know it should be good, something good coming from it. So I pray that you take the time with your children, love on your children, and, 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 and learn them, learn more about them that you didn't know. I ain't talking about the scary stuff, but you know, <laughs> learn and embrace them and love and grow stronger in your bond as mother and child or father and child. It'll grow and be stronger. So when you come out of this. This is like an embryo stage. Okay. You in a play in an egg. You been you been out. Now you come into an egg. Now you about to birth out into something different. And some of my church members for you, church, if you listening, remember that. You in an embryo stage right now. And you about to be birthed out into something, a different type of bird, different type of animal. Because you were in a in a time of re re refabrication, whatever, re. Whatever he's doing, remolding. He's molding you into something bigger. Now it's time for you to come out way stronger than what you came in. Building your faith. Increasing on sacrifice. Increasing on love. Increasing on boldness. Increasing on strength. Whatever it was. Whatever I got you, I got you in here for a reason. So when you come out of it, it's stronger, better, wiser. It may not be just for you. It can be for your family member. It not even be for you. It's for your person that's about to commit suicide. Take their life. 
It's not about you. It's about God and what God is doing. God could be using you, whoever it may be in this time, so you can help deliver and set free those people that have been trapped before this virus even came. It's time for you so you can be molded into a position where, God, I'm scared. No, because you're in this embryonic stage now, you can manifest. You can come out and do the things that God wanted you to do in the past, but since you were afraid, now you're here, now you're going to be better. Now you're going to be stronger because God put you in this place on purpose. God, I don't know who this is for, but he is speaking to people today. I pray you are receiving it because God, wow, you're going everywhere. See this thing here, this thing here that God does is speaking through because he's touching, it's, it's, it's reaching and touching and getting your attention. Don't be afraid of it. Receive it. I'm not forcing you to say, receive. no, I'm saying receive it because God wants you to know. And it's probably something you haven't been getting. You haven't been hearing it from the pastor. You haven't been hearing it from a minister in church. You haven't been hearing it. So my, maybe you need to hear it from somebody online, somebody, Earl Hoodie. Maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it's somebody, you, he wants you to hear it. You might not be getting it in your church. Uh-oh. You may not be getting it there. And now I want you to see, since you weren't home, you ain't there, you getting it somewhere else. Hmm. Ain't knocking churches. I don't like doing that. Maybe I am. But that's God, what God's doing. I'm, I, maybe what the message you need to hear where you are in your presence might not be where it's going to be because they ain't about God. Oh. Ooh. Mm, okay, God. We stepping on toes again. Yeah. Yeah, maybe where you are, that message ain't getting it, reaching you because the message that wasn't there in the first place. Maybe that person there is not even trying to speak to for your benefit. It's for his benefit or her benefit. It's for their, it's to build up their pride. Remember, I just said that. And God is shutting it down so they can't have the church open for them. And now they feel out of place. They don't know what to do because they don't have a what? A following in the church. Okay. And they, now they can't get the money that they used to get. Okay. Now they can't be the Godhead that they wanted to be. Okay. Now I'm just stepping on toes. <laughs> now I'm just stepping on toes. Mm. So, so maybe this time right here with me or whoever it is on social media, that God wants you to listen to the true messenger. Maybe that's what it's for. So you can hear it in this embryonic stage. So when you come out of it, man, did you, man, I heard a message from this guy, hoodie or this other person, whatever. And it was, I didn't get this from my church, but it freed me. Mm. That could, this could be it for you. The time for you to succeed. Ah, hot in here. So I thank you all in Jesus name. I thank you all for coming on. I overstayed my time limit. I do apologize, <laughs> but I pray that you continue to let God be the head of your life. And those who don't believe that I pray that you receive God and say, I believe that Jesus rose on the third day and that he is Lord. Cause every knee shall bow. And every tongue will confess that he is Lord. So I pray you all have a blessed rest of the day. Uh, please share this Facebook, Periscope, message, whoever, because I believe that God had a message for whomever, whoever it is specifically, because I only know just a little bit of what I know what I'm saying, but I don't know who I'm saying it to. 
So spread the message, spread the word uh, that God spoke. I pray you all have a blessed day. And it's not too late if this is you. We have a savior who died on the cross for our sins. His name is Jesus. Ask him for forgiveness. If you want to be saved, then read Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. I'm not a minister. I'm not a pastor. I'm Earl Hoodie, a soldier in the army of the Lord. We can talk sports. We can talk politics. But can we talk Jesus? Hoodie out.